welcome everybody to a very special bonus episode of the Can Slam. It's just an interim, interim episode uh, between real episodes to to give a little wrap up of what we've done so far. Um, it's a little bit of a break from tradition. It's just Jack and I. Hello, so, everybody. That's Jack. Hopefully, you can hear him well. Yeah, look, I'm I'm thrilled to be here. I'm, it's been a long, long evening to get to this point because, um, unlike usual, we're recording over the internet, um, usually in person. But uh, given the distance on a, it's a Friday night, but and given the distance between our, our houses, we thought it'd be easy to record online. Boy, yes. were we! Yeah, the internet has really proven to be. A pain in the ass. I think I spend as long traveling to your house as it's been to set this up. That's actually true. It would have been just quicker to get to come here. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not as comfortable and then you've got the journey home, but yeah. Certainly would have gotten there if I'd have driven. Yeah, you could have driven. We're not yeah. really we're not doing our usual sixteen beers, so there's no reason you couldn't have driven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, we're here now. We've got it sorted. You could so. still come. It's, it's all right. I'm 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 cozy. I'm warm. I'm ready to go. Um, yeah. So I guess we just kind of wanted to give it, put a little uh, put a little wrap on round one because now that we've finished all 128 beers, we've kind of got a taste of of what we think is going to going to go the distance, and and then maybe just a little wrap on what we thought of the whole experience of round one because we've got like i don't know eight months of experience at this point in yeah. in too many months shouldn't have taken that long but no it absolutely shouldn't have at all um yeah. and we've really got a job on our hands to to keep up with rants two through however many yeah i guess i guess to, I, we might have mentioned it a lot but to go behind the curtain we we started this in november which and we didn't start releasing episodes until like may april yeah april or may which means we had i think we had about 10 in the in the can before we even started releasing so we were so well ahead of the curve that we we had a bit of time on our hands to to get yeah. things right and and to sort of get the ball rolling on on rounds two and three and now we're uh live <laughs> we've got none in the can well, Alex, Alex was the one who kind of threw the yeah. curveball. If if he hadn't left, then we probably would have. I'd anticipate that we'd have finished round two by now. Mm -hmm. Probably started round three, yeah. and we'd be still eight episodes ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah well. well, we talked. We talked about how being that far behind I is. Can't wait any longer. <laughs> oh, okay, we're cracking the beers. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we yeah. We're not drinking our usual 16, but we've each brought a couple of beers uh, to, to pass the time. So Jack is now pouring one. I cannot see what it is. It is one of the beers that uh, we could not find with the initial recording. Um, if you give me 10 seconds, I'll tell you what round it was supposed to be in. Section five, it should have been in match day five. And it is the Green Beacon Three Bolt Pale Ale. The three bolt pale ale. There you go. So yes. we we um when we did our draft episode, I put the green beacon 
tropical yeah. wayfarer mm-hmm. pale ale in the um in the not on list beers which is a beer that i've had a couple times now since since we've started recording um mm-hmm. but i still have never seen the three bowl pale ale yeah i saw it in my local liquor stacks um just today i actually saw the wayfarer and that's what drew, drew my attention um, I haven't even seen the Wayfarer. I've um I've mm-hmm. I've had it on tap. There's a and another one in there as well, but I didn't spot what it was. Well, we this was actually I don't think this was actually match day six. I assume because you accidentally in the uh, spreadsheet put Alt Nine for two different beers. Oops. Um, the first of which was the Amanda, um, but the second was the Green Bacon Sour, and I assume you picked that to replace this Green Bacon beer. Yes, the green bacon should have replaced the green bacon. Yeah, so it um, it would have faced Young Henry's IPA, and I think it might have won. This is this is really nice. It's a good beer. Yeah, well, I I think the green bacon tropical. Well, yeah, I guess it was never mm. going to be the tropical wayfarer, but um, had that been available, I probably would have replaced it with that rather than the sour. Yeah, which as we can. Probably guess Alex was the was the sole vote for the sour. Uh, yes, he was. Yes. Do you remember that at all? No, not at all. It was a passion fruit sour. No, and I think that's probably going to be the theme of this episode. Oh yeah, hundred percent. We're not going to remember says, a thing. Yeah, someone says, "Oh, we did this." Do you remember that at all? And it's going to be no. Um, yeah. Not just because of the time that's passed, as we pointed out, a lot of t- a lot of time has passed. But also just like, I don't really remember anything probably a week later. No. And it's funny. We, we get uh, messages from the fans that are, that are bringing up something that we've mentioned in an episode gone by. And I'm like, I'm surprised that they can remember, to be honest, because I certainly can't remember the conversations we've had. And I was there and I've listened to it again. So, yeah, yeah. I, I edited everything and, you know, Tried to, uh, maybe the early ones. I didn't really listen later on because I was editing so close to the time, but I was probably trying to listen to them as well. And yeah, there's certainly stuff that I'm like, I, I remember the beer, I remember the time, but I, I couldn't yeah. tell you like what kind of beer that was. So even this wrap up episode where we're like tr- going to go through our, you know, favorite, least favorite and mm-hmm. try to give a couple of um, anecdotes about those beers, there's probably going to be like, it's going to be nonsense because I don't remember anything. I don't know. I guess the good thing is that the, these beers that we're bringing up or mentioning are the ones that were the most memorable to us. So, for, for better or worse. Yeah, exactly. Well, the beer the beer I've got is actually um, one of our one of our favourites, but it's mm-hmm. a, the 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 brother of one of our favourites. It's the uh, the filter old. Oh, very um, nice. I've I actually lose my microphone. I've uh, got a filter hazy in the fridge. So do I. So, oh, we've both gone down the filter road. I got that. Actually, the hazy was the first one I got. Yeah. Um, because I know that we've kind of, you know, we had that in the pl- in the place in the brewery. Yeah, we know we've... it's good. Oh, you did too. Did I? I didn't have that, did I? I think you had a taste, but I don't think you were. Uh, I don't think you had one, had one yourself. Yeah, exactly. So, sorry, I'm just getting getting some coasters. Um, yeah, so funnily enough, I went to my local football team's uh, match on the weekend, and I've mentioned it so many times, but they're you know for, at the time we was it was a Han Super Dry team, so any yep. after yep. the game we always had Han Super Dries. But one of the guys who runs it 
now works for Filter. Ah. So Filter is um is in of the Hornet. Yeah, pretty much. So there's there's a lot of filter there. So it was pretty pretty uh, nice going up to the to the local local ground and, and having yeah. a filter. And I didn't I had have. I had an XPA, but I didn't realize that there were olds in the fridge. So I didn't I didn't have mm. one, but I was like, damn, I really wanted to try that. So this will be my first taste of the of the filter old. Oh, and as we wait. as we know, I'm a big Tui's old fan. You are a big Tui's old fan. And how is it? That's good. Yeah. Wow. It's um if this was blind, like if I if it was a blind taste test, yep. I'm not sure that I would necessarily tell that it was that it was dark. I actually Actually, now I'm kind of getting it, but I reckon you'd. It wouldn't be your first thought. It's it's kind of smooth. It's actually got that really like again old school, but it's it's nice. I actually like it. Great. It's not the best smell I've ever smelled, but the taste is yeah. It's really smooth. It goes down really easy. That's good. In fact, it's probably I, um... probably an easier drink than the XPA. Yeah. Yeah. Might, maybe yeah. not as flavorsome, but it's certainly easier. I um I don't know if you've seen this on Instagram this week, but uh, Lord Nelson have been advertising for like a administrator role or something, um, and I keep looking at it, going, I could do that. I, <laughs> I it's really tempting to quit and, and work at a brewery. Yeah, we've we've got eight. Like you could put this on re- on your resume, eight yeah. months experience working in beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's just really tempting, but uh, um. Actually, that's one thing I I did want to bring up with you uh, now that you've mentioned the Instagram. Um, before we launched this, I was I had no idea. Like, I just was not in the beer world. Mm. I I think we all you know we like drinking beer, but so does everyone. Doesn't make you doesn't make you qualified to have a beer podcast. No. And after nine months, I I know that we're still not qualified to have a oh, beer podcast, but. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, we've 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 gone on a journey, and I think the fact that we've tried 128 different beers over the last eight months um, puts us it puts us ahead of most people. Yeah, ahead of the average Joe's. Yeah, maybe not in terms of like being able to just like tell you why or why something's good or what even anything about it, but the fact that we have yeah. 128 beers under our belt that puts mm-hmm. us that puts us ahead. Yeah. Um, but the question I actually wanted to ask was now that you, we've been like sort of keeping up the trends on the Instagram, like what are the trends that you've seen that you're kind of like, Oh, I didn't really think about how that would, um, how that would play out over the, over the time that we've been doing it. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to need you to explain that question a bit better. Yeah, it was, it was incredibly poorly worded. <laughs> yeah. I really don't know what you're talking about. I'll, I'll give, I'll give you an example. Um, it seems to me like when one brewery releases a type of beer, a lot of other breweries follow. Um, So we, we kind of talked about it, how hazy Mm -hmm. became such a buzzword throughout. So is there anything else that you've seen where you're like, Oh, all these breweries are following this particular trend. We had the dry July, um, which I think is possibly what you're angling towards. Um, It wasn't, it wasn't. I did notice a lot of, big breweries releasing zero alcohol beers uh, at the start of July that just didn't, I just didn't see it coming. Um, and I've got no idea where to purchase most of them, but they were out there for a, at least a month. It's, it's a, that's a great point. That actually was not what I was thinking of at all. Um, mm. 
That's that's a really good point. Uh, July was insane. Every, I think every single brewery that we follow yeah. released a zero alcohol beer. Mm. I was going to say, I was also um, surprised at how frequently the breweries interact with people. Um, yeah, I just didn't didn't expect that either, I guess. Yeah, and, and maybe we probably could have done a bigger effort to to interact on a, on a bigger basis. But um, yeah, you're 100% right. Like there was so many, so many times that we sort of got responses after we posted something, but yeah, there's a lot of interaction with the breweries. I mean, they're, they're trying to grow their brand just as much as, as anyone else. So it makes sense from a, from a PR perspective. Yeah. Um, should we crack on with reviewing uh, our review of round one? Yeah, let's do it. Well, I guess, uh, where do we start? We had a 128 beers. Um, only 64 made it through to the next round. 56 of those were Australian beers with uh, how many internationals made it through? Just eight. Yeah, very, very heavily um, Australian-based. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. is. is I think it, it wasn't helped by the fact that most of the international beers were lagers and crap lagers at that, whereas a lot of the... Australian beers were craft ales, craft beers. Well, yeah, that's that's the the hardest thing about doing not the hardest, but it like for the international purpose, it was it was pretty difficult for them to get through because mm -hmm. we're reviewing all, like all the international beers that made it are mass-produced beers. Yeah, and generic as well. Super generic. Like we can't review or we can't put the like famous Colorado pale ale. Yeah. Because we can't out, get it in the can slam, yeah. A because we can't get it, and B yeah. because we haven't. It's not a beer that everyone's like. I think we try to pick 128 beers that mm. most people would have heard. Oh, 100 percent, yeah. Um, which yeah, it just gave all the internationals a huge disadvantage, and it also it also gave, in particular, it gave Sydney beers a huge advantage as well because that's yeah. where we're coming from, and there's a lot of beers that maybe don't have a presence in other states but yeah they we wouldn't know we're not there. we wouldn't know but yeah mm. there, there's so many beers like the new town like the young henry's and i guess stone and wood is kind of a has made it made its way across oh, across yeah. everywhere but yeah did you um did you see the photos of matt damon with a stone and wood no on the beach this week yeah that's yeah, huge. on a few on a few beer pages is that you, you can barely tell he's got like he's standing with his back to the camera and you can just see the orange can in his hand Man, after that, I don't know if Sony Wood's going to win the Can Slam because they're <sighs> a bunch of sellouts, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, did you note down which international beers beat Australian beers? Yes. Do you have it? I do. There were, um, there were 21 matchups where Australia faced an international beer, and there were just three winners from the international crowd. And that was uh, Stella versus James Bogue. Um, which I think we all could have seen coming. Sapporo versus the Feral Brewing Co. Biggie Juice, which I think shocked everyone, ourselves included. And Sapporo, no, I've already said that one. Kirin beat Foster's. So two Japanese beers beat two Australian beers. What do you think of that? Yeah, well, I um, I think I've said it on the pod a bunch of times, but I am a, I'm a fan of Japanese beers. Um, and like Asahi's probably my favorite of the bunch, and that's the only one that didn't make it through. Yeah. Um, 
Is Han super dry Japanese? I feel like it, it is. But I don't know where super I'm getting that dry. from. <laughs> no, of course it's not. Okay. It's Australian. Is it? Yes. You sure? Because we get that in England, right? I'm positive. Yeah, it is. Yeah, maybe we don't get that in England. Maybe I've... Uh, in which case, I'll review how many international beers there were in the cancel land because I certainly counted that as an international beer. Yeah, because I, I was looking at my numbers and I had <laughs> I had 17 and 3. Yeah. And you said 21. So I was like, oh, I must, I must have missed one. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, as you said, the internationals were, were really up against it. And those three beers, I, well, Stella, I didn't, it's not like I thought Stella was going to go through unless it mm-hmm. got a favorable matchup and it was James Berg's draft. So yeah, I was it, more it thinking got, that James Berg's draft is pretty crap. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It, it got that matchup that it needed. And yeah, um, I actually thought Stella was good. Yeah, me too. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like oh it, it got came up against the ship beer and it made mm. it through like yeah, it held its own definitely it it definitely held its own, um, yeah Sapporo and Kieran I think are both great beers but again, they both came up against, well okay the Biggie Juice, I voted for it so I think it was okay <laughs> yeah, it's but true. it wasn't it wasn't like I thought it was, really deserved to go through couldn't mm. go either way, and Kieran yeah. came up against Foster's so. Yeah, well, that was always going to be a, a Karen win, wasn't and, it? And you could almost argue that Foster's is an international beer as well. Yeah, you could do, yeah. It's, it's, more, it's, yeah, it's more international than it is Australian at, at this point in time anyway. Exactly. 30 years ago. but um, Yeah, the other internationals were Corona, uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon. I'm not doing it. <sighs> <laughs> Cause Light, uh, Molson's Canadian and Peroni. Uh, that makes up the eight international winners that we'll see in round two. And I, I don't think there's a particularly bad beer in there. Perhaps Peroni and Kirin were the two that I would, off the top of my head, say were not, not great. But Yeah, I think a lot of them went through on nostalgia. Um, well, they were, yeah, I think they were just facing worse international beers more than anything. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The international beers that did make it through beating non-international beers are just like those other beers were just... Awful, awful beers. And then, yeah, we 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 talked about the the difference between canned and bottled. Yeah. Um, so this is, that's I can't wait to hear. It was it's very interesting, actually. You know, we call ourselves the Can Slam, and I when I was buying the beers for each round, I would certainly try and get the can over the bottle where I could. Yeah. Um, but this one really surprised me. What what do you think what do you think the split is? I reckon it's about we probably started swinging some more, more towards cans towards the end of it. So I'm going to say it's about 60 40 60 40 for bottles. It's yeah, it was 65 65 bottles and 63 cans. Oh, so it was about 50-50. Pretty much bang on 50-50. Wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. And I will say that there's a 1% margin of error, so it could have yeah. been hang on 50-50. Yeah, yeah that is interesting. I, I mean, I, I'd say I didn't expect it, but I did um, because I just said it. Yeah, you guessed it. So it but I, did, I did have to think hard about that. If I was just throwing a number out, I'd have gone the other way around. But after I gave it a bit of thought, yeah, that, I think it was yeah towards maybe rounds five or six, that was when we really started to focus on the bottles. Well, 
that's probably the biggest revelation for me how much i hate drinking out of bottles now i hate drinking yeah. beers out of bottle anyway yeah yeah i think a beer in a bottle is fine but poured from the bottle no nah, no good canned beer is just like yeah it's the ultimate it's definitely the best one it's superior um what else have you got mate what, what are the stats have you come prepared with that the listeners will love i'm sure alex is devastated he's missing the statistics episode well he's devastated but i also know that he would have done no prep so true true he would have just come in and listened to what we had to say and maybe like told us everything was subjective rather than <laughs> whatever word he was using i don't remember uh well i guess speaking of alex um we should probably talk about the differences that we had so which beers that we differed on uh sort of like you know which ones were two to one and who was the one yeah of course yeah well okay <laughs> have you, you you've worked that out as well then i've got that i guess you've got that as well yeah so i was, I was gonna ask you who you think was uh most voted against i guess we can pause for a second to let the listeners have their guess it was like alex. the uh the jeopardy the jeopardy <laughs> music in the background it was alex of course it was alex um my numbers make it 13 for alex yeah, I got uh, thirteen, nine for me, and yeah. seven for Dom. Yeah, so. yeah. And what what do you think that says about both? Well, what does that say about all three of us? I'd say it makes Alex clearly has had a historical lager preference, um, which I don't really think shone very well in this, more than, as well as we thought it would. No, but I think on some occasions, like uh, I'd say Corona, but Corona got through, but um definitely definitely some of the lagers alex would have picked over perhaps like the dark beers um that we would have agreed on and then of course there were the sours um that alex would have voted for of which there were i've written this down five and only two made it through so that's three on three just from sours so take those away and really it's pretty even between me and alex yeah and you assume not, I don't know off the top of my head, but I assume Alex voted for all five of those sours. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course he did. I don't know if it goes to show that you and I are a bit more aligned. Um, yeah, I think so. We tended to not disagree as, as much as mm -hmm. disagreed less than Alex did. Um, or if it's just that Alex has an unusual taste. I don't know what that is. Perhaps. I'm going to take a moment to get another beer from the fridge, which will probably be edited out. I'm going to join you. I've got another good one. I What's have that? had this, so I haven't had the three bolt before, um, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I would happily drink that again. Um, but this time I've got one that I have had uh, not so long ago, actually. Um, another Can Slam original that was originally in match day eight um, that we surprisingly couldn't find. And that is the Mountain Goat summer ale oh good call it's very nice um i was i've seen it around quite often since so i was surprised we couldn't find it at the time um and it was replaced by fosters of all beers so i kind of wish we were able to find it um this beer would hands down have beaten kirin and oh, yeah. and uh would have had a very interesting match in round two against filter xpa so oh that's interesting Lucky good news for filter, it, we couldn't find it. Um, so the beer I've got right now is the it's a beer that 
was never actually in the tournament, but was was very, very close to being in it. Okay. And it was very close to being in it at your suggestion. Oh. It's the old... Oh, it's the old speckled hen. The old speckled hen. Oh, wow. You're going to love this. So I'm I'm looking forward to trying this. It's, it's, a, good, it's a great dark beer. Oh, I'm so proud of you for finding it. You know what? I mean, it probably... Well, let's... I'm just trying to think back. Was it not in the tournament because you changed your wild card? Or was yes, it... it was my wild card initially. And, uh, or was I... it not in there because I couldn't find it? No, it was, a, it was my initial wild card. And I subsequently tried the Stockade Splicer and loved it so much that I had to put it in there. Um, and Alex was banging on about changing his wild card. And then you changed yours at the last minute. So I, you know, that's, that was the reason. Yes, but if I recall, you'd you'd said your wild card was going to be the old speckled hen, and yep. then th when the time came to for that week to buy the beers, I couldn't find it. Possibly, so, I think so it's a bit I, of both. I think you, yeah, it's it's entirely possible that you wanted to change it anyway. But I think yep. as soon as I said I can't find it, it was like okay, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely changing it then. Yeah, I, I was only sticking with it out of principle. Um, yeah. Not that it's a bad beer. I'm sure you're going to find out it's very tasty. Well, let's see. It was more so I knew that you'd prefer both of you would definitely go for the Spicer. Wow. Yeah? I wasn't expecting that. What were you expecting? Well, okay. First of all, I thought it was like a proper dark beer. No, it's not quite like that. It's just a very, like, thick has it described on the uh, on the bottle what, what kind of beer is or is, is it is it so big that it doesn't have a description it's <laughs> no it says english pale ale oh really yeah i've been wrong about my uh, old speckled hen it's been that long since i've had one i've just forgotten what it actually is yeah i was i was first of all i thought it was like it's it was in the dark beer section so right and like it's dark it's quite dark it's more of a red looking color exactly um but i was expecting it to be um, I don't know. I was expecting it to be more like an Australian lager style before mm -hmm. I'd ever tried it. And then um, when you said it was dark, I was expecting it to be like a proper... Like a two-weeks-old. Yeah, like a two-weeks-old. To be I'm... fair, I think that's what I was expecting as well. Now that I'm trying it, um, it's actually quite unique. It's very malty. Mm. It's it's actually very flavoursome. Yeah. I awesome. think it would have done fairly well. I'll get one next time I'm in Dan Murphy's. It's been a while since, since I've had one. Would it have beaten the Mountain Goat IPA? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember 100%. That. No, me neither, because the Splicer was so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that match day five is the, the biggest one, in my opinion. It's, it's got four heavy hitters in Stone and Wood Cloudcatcher, uh, the Ekim After Battle Pale Ale, uh, Yuli's Amanda, and Stockade Splicer. That is... For me, the hardest one to judge on paper. I think I think um, match day five was probably the first time that we were like, "Oh shit!" Like there are some seriously good beers in this yeah. tournament. Yeah. Um, because I think there was a match day earlier that we on paper were like, "I can't wait to try these," and it, yeah, yeah, I think we've had a few of those actually. Um, which brings me on to a, a good question: uh, What was the most disappointing beer that you had in the tournament? Disappointing. Um, 
me it's obvious and i suspect you'll if you haven't picked it you'll definitely agree with me when i tell you mine oh go ahead then uh mine is the biggie juice the biggie juice yes yeah by far the biggest the most disappointing for me i was looking forward to that sounded great but on the day just didn't really hit the spot yeah i I totally agree with that i mean i did pick it um but it wasn't because it, I was blown away by it. It was just I because he didn't like slightly Sapporo better than Sapporo on yeah. the day. Yeah. Um, for me, it's probably maybe not a specific beer, but I think maybe the performance of like the Four Pines beers. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm not sure any Four Pines beers made it through. <sighs> no, I think maybe maybe one, but that's a complete guess. I'll do, um, I'll do I will say in in Four Pines defense, I had a Four Pines hazy in the pub the other day, and it was superb. Okay, well that wasn't in the tournament. So. Yeah, really, really good. So, yeah, there were there were four, there were three Four Pines beers, and they to be fair, they came, they had tough matchups. Yeah, it was the Four Pines Pacific Ale, which versus the Pirate Life South Coast Pale Ale. Yep, the. Four Pines Refreshing Ale, which versus the Ben Spoke Cluster 8. I think, from memory, the Refreshing Ale was the most disappointing of them all. I think so. And the Four Pines Pale Ale, which which lost to Great Northern Super Crisp. Yeah, that's probably the worst one. So, well, <laughs> yeah. you, vo- you voted for that one. The, which one, the Pale? Yeah, the Four Pines Pale. Oh, did I really? There you go. But yeah, I, mm, I was really surprised that yeah uh, you know we should check out the brewery we, it's uh definitely i think well i've been to the um there's there's a pub in darling oh like on the on the border of barangaroo and darling harbour called the sporting globe mm-hmm. um it's just like a you know typical sports bar like they they play like wrestling events there and stuff it's, yeah it's good but i think like they've got four pines tanks in there because they they have oh. all four pines beers and they've got it's like, there's a brewery in there, so all right. um, check that out. I remember drinking a Four Pines IPA and like struggling through it. So yeah, maybe it's just Four Pines beer is just not that good. Maybe um, most surprising beer. Have you got one of those? I do actually. Um, yeah. I've got several, so I'm interested yeah, to hear what, if you're any of yours online. There, there was yeah, so many surprising beers. The biggest surprise for me. Um, was actually the Ben Spoke Cluster 8. Wow, okay. Um, it was the highest alcohol percentage, and I, I'm i starting to, like, associate high alcohol. In fact, when I, like, I, as I said, I'm, I enjoy my dark beers, but mm-hmm. what I've found is there's so many, like, dark beers that just push the border on, like, 9%, especially the stouts. It's, like, 9%, 10%, and you're, like... I just really yeah. don't want to. I don't want to drink that. Yeah. Um, so when I saw the Ben Spoke Cluster Eight, I was like, I just, I know that this is going to be. It was a hard drink. You, you were yeah, I was expecting a hard drink, and I could not believe how how easy it was. Yeah, and how tasty, yeah, it was. How tasty it was. I've had one since, um, and yeah, still as tasty as it was that day. Yeah, it's like, and and we we spoke about it recently, but all the Ben Spoke beers were all very heavy, but. Yeah, some scientific thing going on because they're all really easy to drink. I've actually um, 
seen the cluster in a few shops recently as well. You know, we had so much trouble at the time. Um, it seems to have been re-released. I don't know, but really, yeah, I've seen it in a few local shops. Not on tap. No, 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 in the bottlers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, on tap would be insane. <laughs> um, well, my most surprising ones are I got four listed. Um, okay. For different reasons. Um, two is new. I don't think any of us were expecting that to be as nice as it was. I, I had two is new written down as well. Yeah, I think po possibly first beer fever, but either way. Didn't expect it. Uh, the cloud catcher, I think I was surprised with because as much as we love the Pacific Ale, I just had no idea what the cloud catcher was going to be like, and I was surprised at how good it was. Um, equally, well, or not equally, but from the same brewery, East Point, Stonewood East Point, I had no idea that that was coming, the, the sour lager. Um, and Corona is my fourth because I was surprised it held up as well as it did. You think? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was going to be awful. It was. It was pretty decent. Yeah, I was surprised by that. I mean, is is there really any surprises with Corona? Like, how many Coronas have you had in your life? Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I was surprised that it held up as well in under pressure. Um. Yeah, I I totally agree with Tui's new. Uh, mm. Have you had a Tui's new since? No, I haven't. I so, should though. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to pick Tui's new when Bolter XPA is sitting next to it. Uh, no, I agree. It's not something that you're going to go out of your way to, to have. Yeah. I think I've only had it. I think I've had it once. One for Cancelam purposes to like get a photo of it or something. Yeah. Um, and maybe another time when it was like we we're at the a work function and it's like there's two options and one of them is too easy new. And both times I was like, this wasn't as good as it was on that day. Yeah. Maybe it was the first beer. I don't know what it was or if it just got a really good batch, but yeah, I mean, it, it didn't even go through. It lost three nil. We <laughs> yeah. We were all like, thought it was one of the best things ever. Yeah. It lost to uh, the black ops pale. Yeah. The black ops beers, which have gone nine nil. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, right. Three, three nil wins. So yeah. That's another, those are another ones that I'm like, I don't really remember drinking any of them, but no, that's a point. That's a good I'm point, yeah. very much looking forward to, to when they, they kind of again. flew under the radar a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure. Nice. Well, let's, let's see who they verse because I wonder if they had sort of easy rounds or if it was something mm. that they actually strong effort. So the black Ops Hornet had great Northern original, the black Ops goat had Pilsner Raquel, which I remember being very bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so three Ops, pretty bad ones. And the Black Ops Pale Ale was two years new. So it's not like it had the hardest yeah. round, but... Interesting. I'll be interested to see what they're like in round two. Yeah, exactly. It's only going to get harder and harder for, for these beers to make it through. So, um, Can you guess whether there were more lagers or pales in the tournament? Um, my first thought would be... This is excluding hazies and XPAs. I guess I could include those and... Because um, they are technically pales, I guess. Pales. My first thought would have been would have been lagers, just because I know that the seeded beers would have all been mm -hmm. would have all been pretty much lagery because they they're the more more famous beers. So we at least had like in the thirty range, and then the international beers as well. So mm -hmm. my first thought would have been lagers more than yeah. pales. Yeah, and you'd be right. There were fifty seven lagers. Um, and 47 pails. Although if you yeah. include the hazies and the XPAs, 
that takes pales to 58. So one more than there are lagers. So it was a pretty even split. Yeah, uh, and pales performed way better. Um, a few percentages. So 30% of the lagers made it through to round two. Um, and 70% of the pails made it through to round two. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Or 100% of the hazies made it through. Um, really? How many hazies were there? Oh, only four. But I think that's something I, looking back, I would have added more hazies because I, I just don't think we realized how good they are. Well, if I was if I was to do this again, I look, as a thought experiment, I'm glad we had those, the seeded beers with the VBs and the tweets. I think the very first time we had to. We had to answer that question. Yes, but from a yeah, if if we are to do a season two of this, yeah. like from yeah, from an us enjoying the beers point of view, yeah, yeah, more more not, e- not even not even so much from us enjoying it, just from like what are we gaining or what is anyone gaining by us reviewing Forex Gold? Yeah, true. As opposed to well, this is a craft beer we haven't necessarily heard of. There are people out there that like Forex Gold, and we told them all they're wrong. Yeah. I, I mean, there's, most of the beers that did make it through, I just, they shouldn't, yeah. be, they shouldn't be consumed by humans. Um, can you have a guess what type of beer had the worst success rates? What type of beer? So from lagers, pales, hazy, XPA, sours, and dark beers. I'm going to guess sours. You'd be wrong. It is actually the lagers with 30%. Oh, the lagers. Okay. It's surprising. Sours had a 40%, but that's probably uh, helped by the fact that there were only five of them. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've also got the um, percentage of seeded beers that make it through, made it through after you were just mentioning the seeded beers. Let me know. Care to guess? Um, I, I would have thought that it'd be quite low. Um, I guess there were three seeded beers that were made it through on the hottest 100 so i'm assuming all three of those made it through i would assume so as well um there's there's a few that probably shouldn't have been seeds that that were seeds that made yeah. it through but yeah my guess is that it'd be like in the 30 percent range you're dead on 35 percent. 13 out of 32 beers that were seeded made it through yeah so... i'd love to know what kind of beers those like the ones that did make it through yeah, I'm sure they were all pales and some lagers that came up against crap international beers. Yeah, and I imagine that I imagine that as we go further in, seeded beers are gonna struggle more and more. Yeah, because the first round you've got the the seeded beers that just happen to come up against even worse beers, mm-hmm. and then as we go through, it's just gonna it's just gonna get harder and harder for those beers to make it through. Yeah, such as Pure Blonde Ultra, for example, facing yeah. Iron Jack Lager in the first round. Exactly. It's like yeah. that's a whatever. Who 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 cares which beer if one of those makes it through? At yeah. some point, it's probably going to verse a Black Ops or a Ben Spoke and it's going to get knocked out. 100%. 100%. We have talked earlier in the day about, on paper, which beers are going to make it through to the semis. Have you... Uh, yeah, you've worked that out. Yeah, I've got my we, um, your fantasy draft bracket, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I've got my fantasy draft. Although I don't know where it is. Yeah, I didn't um, do a full 
fantasy bracket, but I did uh, pick who I think would make it through to the semis. Okay, I've got, I've got um, mine here. So, so I've, I've got my whole thing to the final and, and my winner. Oh, the whole thing? Oh, I haven't gone that far. I, I don't want to say the winner because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to jinx it. And I don't, also oh, don't want to, like, put that I, in the back of my head that I have to... I, I don't know. My winner wins. I think on paper, it's just a guess, isn't it? Like, on, on the day, anything could happen. All right, I'll say what I think the quarterfinals are going to be. Okay, are oh, the quarterfinals not the semi? Yeah, uh, no, I'll say the, I'll say my semi. Yeah. Okay. So the, the top quarter, the semi-final slot one. So I this is so this is between match days one to. F- yeah, one to four, and one, no, because they weren't. Were there sixteen? No, there's like eight match days. Yeah. So it's, it's match days one and two. No. This the winner be- of. The, the winner of match days one and two makes the semi-final. No, the semis would be match days one to four. First. No, because there's only eight match days. Because there's match day one, part one, and part two. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, so it's so there's the winner of match days one and two. Yeah, sure. Um, I have Lord Nelson three sheets. As do I. As do I. That's a uh, pretty, pretty, pretty quiet half a quarter of the draw, I think. Yeah. I think... It's the a toughest challenger bad. is, of course, your mate's Larry, I think. But also the sprocket, the Ben's boat sprocket um, is in there. That could, I could make even... some waves. Yes, I had I had your mate's Larry losing to Lord Nelson three sheets in the fourth round. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually, yeah, I have Lord Nelson three sheets and I think that that section of the draw is the weakest. Yeah, me too. Um, match days three and four. Who have you got? I think there's only one answer, but I'll ask you anyway. The Kaiju Crush. Of course, Kaiju Crush, yeah. Although Again. Kaiju Crush versus Ben Spoke Crankshaft potential in the quarterfinal could be very Yeah, yeah, both. Um, or, or Kaiju wasn't a CDPR, actually. Ben Spoke Crankshaft was. I, I also think, again, coming back to the Black Ops Goats, we it's flown under the radar. It's a very, very popular beer. Very high in the hottest 100, so yeah, absolutely. You know, on on its day, maybe maybe that'll knock out the crankshaft. We don't know. Yeah, I had, and that's a round two matchup as well. I actually have the white the white rabbit dark ale losing in the fourth round to the Pennsylvania crankshaft. <laughs> <laughs> for what it's worth. all right, and who have you got for uh, five and six? I mean, there's only one still, right? It was hard for me. That was this is for me. Oh, the because hardest. of the splicer. Yeah, this is the hardest section. So yes. I've put stone and wood, and then in brackets I've put splicer question mark. Yeah. I just so don't want to say goodbye to it. I've got um, stockade splicer versus stone and wood in the quarterfinals, but I've got mm-hmm. stone and wood beating it. But then we've also got um, Amanda and Ekim. And the cloud catcher, all in that half of the draw. So tell you what, I reckon the cloud catcher is going to do some things. I think on its day, the Amanda, depending on how we're feeling, could do some things as well. It's a very unique beer. I even think my wild card has a chance. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I had Stone and Wood Cloud Catcher beating the After Battle Pale Ale, and then mm-hmm. Splicer beating Cloud Catcher in the fourth round. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It's got to go back. It's got to beat two Stone and Woods back to back. Yeah. 
I just, I'm not sure it's got it in it, <laughs> but we'll see. You never know. And uh, to make out to to fit it, to round out your semi finalists, I think the bottom half of the draws may be the best. And, you do, or apart from the one we just said, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I still think the I still I think the third semi finalist is going to yeah, be the hardest one. To I make. think the third semi finalist is the hardest. Um. But I still think the bottom, well, I think the bottom half, like the bottom four match days in general, are just, it's just superb. Yeah, agreed. Um, but I have Bolter XPA. Yeah, me too. Did we agree on all, all four of those? I think we did. I think we did, yeah. Wow. It was close for me between the filter and the Bolter XPA. It was actually close for me between the Capital Brewing Trail Pale Ale. True, that was very tasty. We listened to that episode recently and I'd forgotten just how tasty it was. I have that in my quarterfinal as the Bolter XPA vs. Capital Brewing Trail Pale Ale. And I, I, only, that I, only, I only don't go with that one because the first time I had it, I had it immediately after having a pint of the Capital XPA. And at the time, I preferred the XPA. And the XPA didn't make it through. So I'm not sure how it's going to fare against some of the other beers. Um, I just, I just like the Trail Pale Ale stands out to me as one of the first. Like it took, it was the 127th beer we tried, mm-hmm. and it stands out to me as the first beer that I was like, oh, I taste like I can actually describe what I'm tasting here, and it was yeah, I just found mm-hmm. it really. Like, it was interesting, wasn't it? It was an really, interesting beer. Really interesting, very distinct, very unique. Yeah. But didn't skimp on flavor. Like, it wasn't like one of those beers where you're like, oh, that's really interesting. But you're like, well, is, mm-hmm. it, is interesting good? Yeah. It's one of those ones where I was like, oh, this is interesting, but I really like where this is going. Yeah. So, can, yeah. You, um, can, you pick a, can you pick a winner? So I've got Kaiju versus Bolter XPA in the final. Kaiju, yeah. Oh, you think Bolter's going to knock out Stone and Wood? I have Bolter XPA winning the whole thing. Yeah, so do I. Oh, no, I don't. I'm, I'm distracted by the microphone. I've got Kaiju winning the whole thing. But potentially that's the final. Mm. And then, yeah, Stone and Wood. I, I don't... I think Lord Nelson Three Sheets getting to the semi is, you know, great job, but I, yeah. don't, see, I don't see it being Kaiju. It's just not as... It's just not as... Uh, I, I don't want to say interesting, um, but the others have got, like, specific flavour... Uh, not necessarily that, but they they've got the fruity flavor that we we all love. Um, yeah, and, and three sheets doesn't. So, I think just from a personal preference point of view, that's gonna uh, yeah, that's gonna change things. And I think we also need to remember when we get to the semifinals, we're gonna start drinking more. We're not gonna be drinking one. Yeah, one third. That's of the true. Beer. Yeah, that that could change things as well. And that changes a lot. So in the quarterfinal, we're going to be drinking. We're going to be drinking one full beer. So each mm-hmm. each quarterfinalist will will drink one of the full beers. Um, same in the semis, and then in the final, we're going to drink two two, two of each. beers each. Yeah. Um, and that could change things as well because we've talked about it a lot. Where some of the beers we drink. You know, a couple sips off, I'm like, that tastes good. Yeah. But can I drink more than one? But I don't I don't think any of the beers that are going to make the No, final, we're going to love all, of those, beers. all yeah. those beers, yeah. Speaking of uh, a full beer, shall we uh, open our final beer of the episode? Let's do it. 
What are you drinking? The filter hazy? No, no. I I, I did have it and I almost What is that? Oh. It's wayward. I can see that it's wayward. Is that another dark beer? Yeah, it's another dark <laughs> beer. Oatmeal stout. Yeah. Wow. Oatmeal stout, the wayward, the darkness. It's a limited release. Yeah. I keep wanting to try the sour aids, but I uh, yeah. can't pluck up the courage. No, those those don't appeal to me at all. You can use that as your uh, transition. Yeah, sound. that's that sound good. I tell you what, I've not even poured it yet, but I can smell how good this smells from the can. What have you got? I've got the limited edition Bolter New Zealand Hazy. Oh, nice. I've been it's been in the fridge for a while. I've been saving it for the right moment. And this is it. Oh boy, that smells. Oh wow. Wow, oh wow. That is a photo worthy photo worthy beer. Yeah, I should probably take a photo of mine. Wow. What a beer. That smells incredible. So this is made with uh, New Zealand hops, which I think is the um the the point of it, I guess. And it does say the name of the hops on the front, but they're uh, Mau Mau Maori words, so I don't really know what they are. Noble hops? No. <laughs> Motueka uh, and Nectaron, whatever that means. It's just but it smells incredible. Standard brewing terms. Well, it tastes just as good. This This smells intense. Yeah. Yeah. Oatmeal stout is bound to be. The reason I got it is because, as was we were discussing before, there's so many stouts that I'm like, oh, that sounds appealing. This nine point seven percent beer, but this is only five yeah. percent um, ABV. Yeah. And I thought, oh, well, it's gonna be you know chock full of flavor, but it's not gonna be that really strong alcohol flavor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's oh, it's. It's not great. No, oh, no, that's not what you want for the final beer. Yeah, it's. It probably should have been the first beer because it's. Yeah. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. Just throw it down the toilet. Take it to the council cleanup. Yeah, I might just pour it out and get yeah. it hazy. Have you um got any more statistics? Um, I don't think I do. Um, unless we want to talk about the worst beers, but I think we've already covered that in previous episodes. No, we can talk about we can talk about that the worst or most disappointing beers. Or did we I just think do this? The worst we did the disappointing beer. We didn't do um, the worst. Um, I think the worst is nailed on as Crown Lager. Yeah, no um, doubt. I've got two others which are the Forex Dry. Obviously, the, the smell was atrocious. Even if the beer didn't taste that bad, the smell was so bad that the taste was irrelevant. I think what's happened with the Forex Dry is it's become the poster boy for yeah. For it was the first one wasn't it? This was the first one. Yeah. It was. It was what this. It was actually the second, or it was the third beer we tried in the tournament. Yeah. Um, because I think we yeah we we delayed Grifter Lager because it was still getting correct. It was yeah. still in the fridge. Um, so it was the third beer we tried after Pirate Life and Tiger. Good memory. Which both were fine. Yeah. Um, and it was just that first one. We were like, "Oh, let's give this a whiff," and it was just atrocious. But I think it was the birth of the smell pod, wasn't it? It really was because 
I think that a, I I reckon maybe a dozen beers have smelled as bad or yeah. worse than the Forex Dry, but it just like every time I smell that particular smell, I think of Forex Dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was it was bad timing on Forex Dry's behalf, um, but it was also pretty bad. So uh, I I don't know yeah, if this I don't know if this counts as like disappointment or bad, but like for me, one of the beers that I think I was really surprised at how much I didn't enjoy it was the Byron Bay Lager. Yeah, that's a fair point. It was um, pretty plain, wasn't it? Because it's a beer that I really, I actually had tried not too long before we recorded that episode. And I was like, I was all in on it. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was just incredibly average. Yeah. Interesting. I think the same, well, not the same, but the two beers that I didn't enjoy that you would 100% disagree with me on are the Kilkenny and the Guinness. Um, <clears throat> the Kilkenny in particular was really bad. It, it, out of a can, it just didn't taste good at all. But I understand that for what it is. Um, yeah, I, I understand that people would, would like it. Yeah, but I, I, really, I really want to know who... I'd love to meet a proper Guinness fan or proper Kilkenny fan and I want to know if they feel the same about it. Hmm. It's not on tap. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. I wouldn't know. We'd have to travel to Ireland to... Or, or meet an Irish person in Sydney, I guess. I'm more than prepared to travel to Ireland. Yes, yeah, fair. Yeah, you, you will be close uh, next month. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah. Heading there very shortly. And I'll be there next... Not in Ireland, but in England next year sometime, so... Yeah, well, yeah, after maybe. after the tra- our travels, we can um, we yeah, can finally we'll... do our international episode with Alex. Yeah, yeah, I think he was a bit disappointed that he couldn't be in this episode, but uh, he was very disappointed actually. Yeah, you'll be in again soon, Alex. Don't worry. Oh yeah, this, he's he's got a special place in our yeah. in the can slam. Oh, of course. Um, a beer that you don't don't think should have been in the slam. There's there's one obvious one for me, and I'm interested to see if you've picked the same one. There is, I think there is one obvious one, um, but I think there's actually tons. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's it kind of goes to like what is your definition definition of like shouldn't be in the can slam because maybe like probably like fifty beers shouldn't be or for me wouldn't be the the beer that I picked is one that I'd never heard of and still haven't. And it's shit. Yeah, it's the White Rabbit White Ale. No, it's not even that. <laughs> no, because that made it through. I couldn't pick that. It was the Pacifico Claro for me. Just, <laughs> I've never heard of it. I don't know where I... it came from. I don't know where it is now. And it was horrible. Well, the reason it made it is because it was an, it, it was an alternative for Modelo Especial. <laughs> Which, again, I've never heard of. I'm not sure it should have been in there. Uh, like... I think these. This is when we're trying to come up with like trying to keep it fair with international beers, and I think those are like Mexican beers that are... we're trying too hard to cater to Alex. Maybe I mean I've, I've only heard... only one beer could possibly have beaten Pacifico Clara. Kilmes. <laughs> well, okay. This this again goes into the bias of of the, the 128 beers that we've selected. And 
and to an extent, some of the beers that I've personally selected because mm-hmm. a lot of the time I'm just like browsing my local Dan Murphy's and Hornsby Dan Murphy's is not representative of the entire country. Yeah. No. So the Pacifico Clara and the Kilmay, they both have very prominent displays in Hornsby Dan Murphy's. Oh, really? Which, well, yes. Like, they're beers that I've seen many, many times. Big Argentinian contingent in Hornsby? Uh, possibly. Possibly. Um, and look, maybe they are really popular beers that you've just never heard of. Perhaps. Know. Yeah, perhaps. But, you know, but as, me- as a co-host at the Can Slam, I think I've got one third of the opinion that matters. <laughs> but, so. Yeah, but to me, those those are beers that I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen those. They must be really popular. And that's that's kind of what happened a lot. And that's... And 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 that's why I'll say like the second round, for example, that we're about to begin, like mm-hmm. we had real trouble finding Pirate Life Pale Ale and Matilda Bay Alpha Pale Ale for the second time. Yeah. And to me, it's like if you can't find a beer that's a already made it through and b has already like we. We've we've already put it in the can slam in the first place. Like, yeah. how how did it make it through? Like, yeah. Or how did it how did it I'm find sure, its place? I'm, I'm sure there's a point in there somewhere. Well, well, the point is like <laughs> we've selected beers based on absolutely nothing. Yeah, oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, your like, opinion. Two is new. VV, PBR, um, like Corona. These are beers that we're always going to make it. Guinness, like those those beers. You can't have a can slam style tournament and not have those beers. Mm-hmm. But the little part, the little things that we filled in around the massive Australian beers and the massive Australian craft beers, and then the massive international beers, like it could have been interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because all that I was doing was like, re- like going through every brewery in Australia and trying to be like, have I heard of that? Mm. And yeah, me like it's not really a fair thing to be like, have I heard of that? Because it's not like yeah. beers aren't famous. You haven't tried every beer. Yeah. Well, it's not even about, we, ha- we have now it's about, yeah, I've tried every single beer. Yeah. It's not even about trying. It's about like, why did, you know, your, oh, I guess the ones with the Gabs hottest one hundreds, those made sense. Mm-hmm. But you know, like why did Moondog old mate pale ale make it in over any other craft beer? Yeah. It's just because I, had it before and i'd heard yeah. of moondog yeah um or why did moondog old mate make it in over another moondog beer like true there's no reason and and that's that's what we talked about earlier about how we kind of preference pale ales like when i was looking up breweries to try and figure out which beers we were going to make it through nine times out of ten i would pick a brewery and be like i've heard of that brewery yeah i'm gonna pick the pale ale from that mm-hmm. brewery yeah makes sense probably the 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 most standard beer they have right what's the most comparable because every brewery has one of those pale ales exactly um and i think i think what else we did was favor breweries that like major breweries like the coopers and the little creatures and the like and we we put a lot of those beers in yeah perhaps too many perhaps yeah, too yeah. many but hindsight but but you we also were like well we need to pick beers that people have heard of and even though yeah. i'd never heard of 
you know, Cooper's, Cooper's sparkling ale, for example, like the a lot of people have the alternative was putting in a beer that, or a new brewery that maybe yeah. no one had heard of. So, or, or could be difficult to find or could be difficult to find. Absolutely. And the fact that we have what 14 alternate alternates, mm-hmm. um, 15, I think you named one twice. Possibly. Yeah. 15 yeah. alternates. It's like, it makes, it makes sense because we, we were just going off whatever. Like it was, it was completely yeah. arbitrary. Yeah. After oh yeah. Days. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And, and in hindsight, I'd probably, we now recognize that we have a big Sydney bias. I'd probably pick more mm. because the amount of breweries that we've been able to go to in the last couple months, um, has been so much fun and i probably want yeah. to favor those i'd want to favor those experiences so yeah. maybe i would have picked maybe there would have been a batch beer in there yeah or maybe we'll have yeah. a, um, a mini interstitial sydney beers only tournament yeah like, i'm i'm 16 beers who knows i'm up for all eventualities of what the can slam could possibly yeah. be you, the listeners let the listeners decide we'll put a vote up they can pick and uh we will drink beer that is guaranteed well, we can let the listeners which, decide. It's yeah, which beer we, we drink is up to the listeners. It's it's just that we are the listeners. Yeah. Look. So if we do let, if we do let the listeners decide, it's just going to be another can slam two to one vote. Yeah. Sorry, Alex. Yeah, and Alex is going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a distinction between the people that uh, vote on our Instagram page. On our polls and actual listeners i think we don't have any actual listeners but we do have people that would vote so yeah that's true yeah i don't know why would you want to listen to this no i'm looking at this now we've been talking we've been talking about around for an hour and 10 minutes yeah not even doing around yeah because there's just so much to talk about it's true and i've enjoyed talking about it and I'm, I'll tell you now, I'm going to enjoy listening to it as well. <laughs> yeah, we've got to bump up those listener numbers. That's it, yeah. I'm going to listen to it on six different platforms from six different <laughs> locations. Oh, I guess just to wrap up, um, what about Beyond Beer? Like, what about just the podcasting experience in general? What are your takeaways on that? Oh, I've really enjoyed it. Look, it's, um, it's nice to be able to talk about things that you enjoy doing. Um, it's something that, you know, as a middle-class, middle-class guy, always been on the, on the horizon is something that sounds fun to do. Uh, never been able to do it before, but yeah, look, it's been fun. I, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed every second of it. And, uh, apart from the travel and I'm sure I'm going to enjoy every second of rounds two to whatever, however many rounds we've got to come seven yeah what about you um i i mean i've also loved every second of it and i think i said it at the time but i wouldn't even care like if for whatever reason there was a massive glitch and all of this like all of the recordings had been wiped yeah before we'd even released them i wouldn't it wouldn't have bothered me because no the bracket the bracket in general is just i I love looking at it (laughs) i love telling people about it yeah um because ultimately what we're doing is just 
it's three friends drinking beer and talking, and talking shit. That's one hundred percent it. Um, yeah. Whether that is whether a podcast is needed out of that, like you know, three friends drinking beer and talking shit happens every Friday night, Saturday night, or pr- yeah. pretty much every night. Um, yeah. Do people need to listen to it? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. But I think the tournament in general is a very interesting. Yeah, yeah, and um, as as the co-host, yeah, I'm with you. I fully agree with everything, every word you say. And and I've done like, this isn't like the first time that I've sort of done something in the realm of this. Like me and my friends when we were younger, would play, you know, backyard cricket, and I would record every single stat. I would write reviews of of every game we played. If we went bowling or played golf, I would go home and write a review of yep. of our of our entire eighteen holes of golf. <laughs> um, and I've got all those archived, and I and I treated those at the time as if it was the most important piece yeah. of like journalism that I mean, happened. Maybe and this is how I'm treating the can slam. Maybe there's a podcast in there as well. I mean, I have got some seriously like you don't even want to know the stats that I have on it. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> I've seen your live tweets of the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, like, and and that's that's the way I treat that's the way I treat like all of my my ventures, even if they're as as minor oh, as like front yard yeah, cricket or tennis. All in. I'm yeah, all in, all in. And, yeah. but the can slam is the first time that I've like, I'm all in on it, but we've, I've actually like, we've, we've fulfilled the destiny of it. Yeah. We followed through. We followed through. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. something that I feel like people, I feel like many people probably have talked about something similar to this mm-hmm. and yeah. we did it. Hey, look, we've got a long way to go. This isn't the end. We're, um, we're only just starting. I think I think when we first started, we were probably expecting something like this to have existed already. Yeah, and, and it doesn't. It's, after um... yeah, after several months of um, of doing it, it it truly just does not exist. No, and maybe there's maybe there's a reason. Yeah, well, yeah, nobody's copied the idea since either. So <laughs> no one's copied the di- idea, and maybe the reason yeah. is like, who gives a fuck? But yeah, well, there's there's always that. But we're having fun. So cheers to that. Cheers to that. I guess we should wrap up, I guess. it's um, We should. We've talked for a long time about not a lot. Yeah, so we are currently recording this after, well, a, a, a week after we finished match day 10. So round two. Eight. What? No. No, yeah, ten. You're I right. mean, in, I mean, in real time, yeah. yeah, yeah in yeah, the, yeah. In the yeah, scheme yeah. of things, this will be released between eight and nine. Sorry, yeah. no, I mean nine. No, you're right. Yeah, we've just finished. I, I'm just surprised because I'm often not right about match days. So That's I'm usually wrong. This will be released between eight and nine, but we have already yeah. recorded nine. Yes, and in two days we will have recorded ten. Yes. And then I'm overseas for two weeks and we'll be on the on the uh, cusp of catching up to live match days. Yeah, so you'll be listening to this on Tuesday the 16th of August? 
Uh, we might have a week off, so maybe the 23rd. Yeah, either way. So, yeah, we'll have a week off at some point. So, so for definitely round two will start on the 30th of August. Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. Just just because of Dom's trip, just just to save us a, a bit of time and to give us a bit of leeway with recording the episodes. So, um, yeah. Exactly. And and I also feel like the format of um, having guests on is also makes life really interesting too. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we probably, we alluded to that at the end of the last episode, but um, yeah, we're going to get guests in to replace Alex for the time being. Um, certainly for all of round two. Um, and then I guess we'll, we'll reevaluate and see where we're going to take round three, whether we get one of those guests in permanently or whether we continue with different guests or whether we get somebody else altogether. Um, yeah, it's a decision to make in a month or two's time. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it seems like we're going to start each of those episodes with um, those guests personal beer timelines which mm -hmm. like for me i think was the it's kind of like the beginning of the can slam for me because that episode seemed like that was such a like someone revealing like what their favorite beer is over the last decade like that yeah highlights to me what kind of person that it's is. quite personal information yeah. isn't it yeah exactly because it tells you about like where they were in their life and and how they came to be like part of this, you know, different community that enjoyed this particular beer. So, um, yeah, that, that to me is like the standout as the, as the first like major event of the Cancelland, because I think that is something that is a really interesting topic and could be explored more on, on Instagram and socials. Et cetera. Yeah. yeah, we could, yeah, we could create a graphic or, or something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, I'm going to say that's it because I'm busting for a slash. Yeah, well, there's so, <laughs> no, no better time to finish it than that. Yeah. All right, yeah, well, so, um, thank you for tuning in to this interim episode. Um, if you've made it this far. Which I, there's no chance that you have. Sorry. Alex, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, thank you, Alex. I don't think yeah. Alex would have even made it this far. <laughs> I don't know. It's statistics. He loves that, that stuff, so. I think he would have like, oh, there's, they haven't talked to him about me enough. So I'm going to yeah. check out. We only mentioned Sours once. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we have been the Can Slam. Please, uh, you know, rate and review. Follow us on Instagram. Follow yeah. us on Twitter and TikTok. And send us the emails at canslam at gmail.com. And Jack, please enjoy your piss. Really will. It could be in the top ten. Well, you'll probably hear about it next episode. Cheers, listeners. Cheers, guys. <laughs>